0: The cool thing about having projects like writing a book or getting prepared to hike a large mountain, which now I do several times a year, is that once you complete things, you start building momentum. Hello, and thank you for joining us today on the Gentle Art of Crushing It show, where we focus on learning and sharing with our listeners all there is to know about how to create success in our lives. This show stands on the shoulders of giants, Our mission is to
1: empower and inspire our listeners to create the life of their dreams whilst having a blast in the process. Let's celebrate life together. Welcome to the show. Okay, well, thank you all for joining us on another episode of The Gentle Art of Crushing It. Today, we have my friend Ace Hagerty and... uh, ace I've got to have a few uh, conversations with you throughout the past couple months here and just a super you know amazing individual for sure and up to a lot of big things so but before I go you know telling everybody about you know all of your you're spilling all your your beans uh, in, in in your fun beans right so uh, go ahead and just you know if you don't mind introducing us or introducing yourself to the audience and then you know please share with us a little bit
0: about uh some about yourself that most people wouldn't know Oh, my goodness, already starting with the curveballs, something people don't know, and I'm I'm pretty open on my platform, so I'm I'm going to have to dig deep here real quick. But no, Doug, I really appreciate you having me on the show. It is an honor and a privilege to be here uh, for people that don't know me. My name is Matthew Ace Haggerty, Ace for short. That is my superhero name, and we will definitely dive into that a little bit more. And yes, there are real life superheroes in this world. Uh, quick background on me man i'm an entrepreneur i've been doing this for about 10 years i'm in real estate i'm a structural engineer by trade so i still do engineering i do real estate i do podcasting i've written a book recently got that published and have a uh, podcast in the top five percent of all podcasts in the world so i'm very blessed to have those opportunities to talk with people like yourself and really tell people my story my story you know, giving you the 35,000 foot view of it is one of redemption. I went from a man uh, who was kind of like an average Joe, just getting by, never able to really complete anything or reach any of my goals. I'm a big Tony Robbins fan. And every year I'd make goals and I'd have this huge list. And then the next year would come around and that list would just uh, go from one piece of paper to the other. And it never seemed like I could get anything done. I moved around a lot as in I was moving and shaking, making a lot of noise, keeping myself busy to the tune of 80 to hundred hours a week of work, yet I never got anywhere at the same time. I I wore that badge of pride of keeping myself busy and working hard, but never really accomplishing anything. And about a year and a half ago, that absolutely changed. My my ex-wife, well, wife at the time, Told me that she was going to leave me if I didn't get my, you know what, together. And so, over the course of 100 days, I took something called the 100 Day Challenge, and it completely changed my life forever. It flipped the script on everything. I was able to accomplish things. I wrote that book, started the podcast, I dropped 45 pounds, and just so many more other things. I started hiking 14,000 foot mountains, things that I've wanted to do forever but never had the courage or the ability to do things like that. And so ever since then, I live my life as a superhero. There's many versions of Ace. Uh, There is also Matthew, and we can get into the whole psychology behind uh, those identities. But yeah, that's really me in a nutshell. And now I live a life of growth and just giving to others. And I do that in many different ways, things I never thought I would be doing just a couple years ago.
1: Yeah, I love that, and, um, you know, super amazing story. So, three questions I have for you. You know, one, please uh, share with us, you know, the name of your podcast and, and the subject matter there. Two, hundred day challenge. Please tell us more about that, and then, you know, three, um, you know, I would also like to hear a, a little bit more about, um, you know, your podcast studio that you're in right now that you just launched no. yeah. recently. <laughs>
0: I appreciate that. Yeah. As far as uh, your first question, and uh, my short term memory isn't the best at times, but uh, the podcast is called superhero by design. My book is called superhero by design. And guess what my website is superhero by design.com. I've made it really simple, not for people, but for me, because I would freaking forget. (laughs) Uh, Being an engineer, sometimes I like to overcomplicate things. But the podcast really is a podcast. If anyone listens to like Ed Milet, that guy is a hero. He is a superhero to me. I just love what guys like Ed Milet do. And it's kind of along those lines where I just bring guests on. I do solo episodes as well. And it's really a place for people to go to feel motivated to get insight into people's lives that are really making a change in the world and it's just really meant to empower people and be a source of of positivity and empowerment because anybody knows you go on social media you watch the news it's fear it's shock it's all of these things that make us just end up feeling worse at the end of the day i know it does for me it just drains my energy so instead of draining energy i want to give people energy because That's what I experience when I listen to people like Tony Robbins. I listen to people like Ed Milette. I just get super jacked up, super juiced. And I want to be able to use my story and my life and the stories of my guests to empower people to take control of their lives. That's really what it's all about. And I have been so blessed to be able to meet so many amazing people that have continued to pour into me and change my life through the podcast. And I know it's helped other people too because they've, Reached out to me, and I just am so blessed to be able to do that. So, that answers the first question. Question two the 100 day challenge. If anybody knows uh, Andy Frisella, 75 hard, well, that's like kids' play compared to what this thing is. It's 25 days longer. So, instead of 75, it's 100. Instead of doing five or six of the same things every day, what happens in the 100 day challenge is Essentially, in a nutshell, you take all the different parts of your life, your health and fitness, your relationships, your spirituality, your mission, your career, your finances, all of those things. There's eight different things. I won't get into all the details of it, but essentially you take all of those parts of your life and you figure out, okay, what do I want to do in the next hundred days? So for me with health and fitness, I wanted to get on a diet. I wanted to exercise. I wanted to lose weight and build muscle. And so I set up my goals for that project that I wanted to do was write this book. So I did that. So essentially I lined up all of these things, my spiritual walk. I wanted to realign myself with God. I'm a Christian. I am a man of faith. And that was very important to me to reestablish my relationship with God within those hundred days. So you do all those things, you set it up. And then from day one to day 100, you essentially just do what you say you're going to do. I had a checklist that at the end of the day, I would go through everything. And if not every box was checked, I would spend the time doing that. And I had a thing where I would go to sleep probably around 10, 1030 at night. But if those boxes weren't checked off, just like 75 hard, I made sure I did that. So reading was a big thing, writing was a big thing. And so I really had to be structured, which I call my yes management. It's essentially scheduling my biggest yeses it's like time management but i call it yes management because a lot of times as an entrepreneur you know we could say yes to things that are our biggest yeses and then we end up not getting things done that we need to do and so for those hundred days my priorities were set and it it was um it was amazing i was getting up at 5 30 every morning doing cold showers wim hof breathing you know all the stuff to get you uh just fixed ready for the day and I had more energy. I was taking in 1700 calories. I was not drinking alcohol. I was not drinking caffeine, none of that. And I had more energy in those days than I've ever had in my entire life, in my 20s, my 30s. It was absolutely incredible. And it completely flipped the script. I thought I needed caffeine. I thought I needed all of these things, but doing things like Wim Hof breathing, tumo breathing, cold showers, all of those things, it was absolutely incredible how that just changed my energy levels. And I learned a lot of it at the same time, because my book covers a lot about the nervous system. So I learned people call it biohacking. I call it just using what God gave you. And um, after the 100 days, my life was completely different because I transformed myself. Not only did I physically transform my body, but I was able to transform myself from the inside out and after that, I had the rough draft of my book. My body looked better than it ever had since I was probably in high school. And I had more energy than I even did when I was in high school. And I had formed some great relationships, both personally and professionally. And ever since then, my life has never been the same. That's huge.
1: I mean, you know, it sounds like, like a miracle, right? So... Um, obviously was very difficult, required a lot of commitment from you and a lot of efforts um but I absolutely love that, and you know can't wait to hear more about that. so um curious, I'm a big audio book kind of guy. Is your book available uh you know in uh, audio format?
0: That's a dagger in the heart. I have not recorded the audio yet, and I do re- get that request a lot. so one of my goals before the end of this year. 2023 is to get the audio version of the book up and running by January 1st. And the cool thing about having projects like writing a book, or getting prepared to hike a large mountain, which now I do several times a year, is that once you complete things, adding these other projects, you start building momentum. One of the biggest things that cycles I found myself in is, I would start something and I would take it so far. And then I would shelf it because I would be interested in something else. Or I just wouldn't see it to the end. And I feel like so many people that's a repeating habit in their lives is they have great intentions, they give it great effort, they sacrifice, they work hard, but they never see it through completely because, quote unquote, life gets in the way. And once I did this 100 day challenge, ever since then, things have just been completely different. I'm able to complete tasks, I'm able to complete projects. Like I didn't start the podcast until after the 100 day challenge that wasn't even in my mind at that time. And now I have a successful podcast. And obviously, with the audio book, that's a big endeavor endeavor that I have to put into my life, but I will have that done. And it is said here live, I will have that available January first. So I appreciate you Saying that. And um, to answer your third question, because I do remember what that third question is, uh, in the the background right now is another fun project. I told everybody at the intro that I was in real estate. My specialty is short term rentals, so like Airbnbs, Verbo, things like that. But I've always wanted to create experiences for people. So the podcast, what we're calling the podcast house is the first one of those experience short-term rentals. So this has become my podcast studio. I took one of my Airbnbs. I turned one of the bedrooms into a studio. So I had a professional sound engineer contractor come out and he's done stuff for like Capitol Records and things like that here in Nashville. So top of top of the line, we got SoundClouds, we got soundproofing on the walls, all of that. We've got all the best podcasting equipment You can't see it around me, but I've got cameras and lights all around me. And this has just been kind of a project of mine. I have never seen anything like this before where people can come in, shoot content, podcasts, whatever they want, and then go upstairs to the kitchen where they can cook themselves food, have a few drinks. We can bring in a private chef if they want. It's all about comfort, luxury, and creativity. Being able to get somebody to come here Sit down, everything's taken care of for them. The engineer is here, all of that. They can record, maximize what they do, get their voice heard. And then when they leave within 48 hours, they've got everything edited. They've got social media content. All of it is right there for them. And this has been amazing. We launched this about a week ago. We've had two events so far and the events themselves have been incredible. We just invite people over free of charge. Foods provided, drinks are provided. People come and network. It's a lot of creatives, but it's also people from just any walk of life that wants to start a podcast or they have a podcast, but they want to take it to the next level. And we're able to provide that for them. And I, just in this short little bit, this project, you can just feel that it's something special, that it's going to be something big. And I'm just so blessed to have the opportunity not only to have partners in this business that I love, and that um, we get to build something together. But at the same time, I get to give so much back in a medium. I love podcasting. I, I can't believe I've ever became a podcaster because being a huge introvert and an engineer, I never thought that would happen. But the connections that I've made not as far as connections, what can I get from people, but like the actual human connections, the conversations that we've had, People opening up, people laughing, crying, finding parts of themselves they never thought were there. Those are the magical moments that only something like podcasting create. Yeah, I love that.
1: Um, And so, yeah, so I love that so much, man. It's, It's a super exciting project. Definitely sounds like a blast. Like, I wish I was there. You know, can't wait to go there. And it's, I believe we need to follow you on Instagram to, to see the
0: pics, right. And find out more. Um, so yeah. 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 If you go on Instagram, it's just podcast.house. You could also follow me. I'm probably on there somewhere. Ace Haggerty on Instagram. That's my personal, uh, superhero Instagram, but yeah, check it out. It's the podcast house. And it I believe the website is the same thing podcast house. And uh, we just opened it up here in Nashville, Tennessee. And once we get this thing rocking and rolling, man, it's going to be coming to a city near you. That's for darn sure. Love it. Love it. And I'm going to get a
1: copy of your book, the hard copy regardless, right? But I'll be looking forward to the audio version. Let me ask you this fun question. You know, how would you say that you found um, success and
0: how do you define success? Oh, man, that is a phenomenal question because success, there's asks 100 different people what their definition of success is. You'll get 100 different answers. And to me, really, success is just waking up excited about the day, being grateful for what God has given me, the ability to do what I do fully functional brain, fully functional body. And even if that wasn't the case, as long as, and here is where I'm getting to answer your question about what success means to me. It really means you're just aligning yourself with your mission in life and whatever that mission is. And so for me doing the podcasting, doing the engineering, doing the real estate aligns my mission with my passion and it also utilizes my skills so that I'm able to, to create something, to build something. I feel like specifically as men, we are born to create. We are born to be on a mission. And if you know what that mission is and you're following it, it doesn't make, sh- make it easy. Trust me, I have hard days. I am not perfect by any means. I am a work in progress every single day. However, if you line your life up with your mission, I'm talking your personal and your professional life with your mission, whatever it is. That is a successful life. Money doesn't matter. Status doesn't matter. What you own doesn't matter. When you align all those things, the money, the material stuff, that will come along, but that's never what I've been focusing on. And so, yeah, mission-driven life, purposeful life, that's what defines success in my book.
1: I love it man. And you know, I also want to say, you know, I also love the fact that you just declared a few minutes ago that you're a Christian. That's a Romans one one six, right? Unashamed. Um, and I and so am I. And so I think that's one of the first things that you and I connected on in one of our first calls, maybe the first call, but um I really love that definition of success, and that whole mission, and your, you know, mission for your podcast, and in mine is also very similar. Because for me, I had really, really hard times in my life where, whatever, you know, I'm addiction. I'm no longer, you know, an active addict, and you know, um, jobs where I'm digging trenches in 110 degree sun, and You know, making like eleven dollars an hour, right? And this wasn't even that long ago. But I had people that I could plug in and listen to, like Brian Tracy, Tony Robbins. Um, you know, now there's just a plethora of podcasts, and I think. um, But my point is, someone who brings a message of like Tony Robbins, which is essentially, you know, you can go from being a a broke janitor to a multi to a millionaire in one year, right? Is what he did, but. All of us have, you know, unlimited potential. It's a matter of learning how to tap into it, and if you get committed to that journey, um, you can do it, right? And so that's what's so beautiful about your life and what you're creating in your life is you legitimately are doing this, making your dreams come true, and it's a it's a big deal, man. So kudos to you for that. Um, let me ask you this: What would you say is one of the most, uh, you know, fun, you know, quote unquote successes
0: that you've either solely created, created, or or were a part of? Honestly, the biggest thing that I've... There's there's a couple things. The book has been amazing. It has not sold a million copies yet. However, the copies yet. that have sold... Yet. The copies that have sold, people have reached out to me and have told me how it has completely changed their lives. The book gives everybody a step-by-step process of how to become a superhero. First step is mission and identity that's the first chapter and that talks about how you can find your mission how you can find your identity because so many of us think we know who we are but it's really a reflection of how we think society should view us as opposed to how we truly are our true nature and so the book has been an absolute blessing in that i'm not i'm not there to make money go on to my website superherobydesign.com you can get the ebook for free right there first thing you see on the on the homepage is a free ebook. I'm not there to make money. It would be great to make money to further other causes, but that's not my first intention. My first intention is to help people change their lives. So that has been incredible. The other thing that I would say that has just been a complete blessing in my life that has completely changed is I'm on the board of directors for a nonprofit called Operation Rescue Children, ORC. It's very similar to operation underground railroad but instead what we do is we raise money to train these operators that go into these uh sex trafficking labor trafficking operations and shut them down so we're training people like seal team six texas rangers um either even international people in like nepal and things like that the local uh military or police officers out there and so to have the opportunity. I didn't know anything about sex trafficking. No one's been trafficked in my life. But once you start down this path of living out your mission and and growing and giving to me, it was like, I've done nothing in my life up to this point, that I would call moving the needle in life changing, you know, people want to say I want to leave this life better off than when I first got here, right? Well, two years ago, I was a good man i was a good husband i worked hard i provided for my family but if i died that day i would have had regrets because i didn't do anything bigger than myself yes in some people's eyes being a good husband a good provider that's all that if you live that kind of life you're good but to me i i felt a deeper need to do something more and god kept pushing this in front of me some way somehow and i'm like god like i don't i don't know anything about this this I need, you know, my my version was I need to volunteer in something I've been a part of in my life, like something that's affected me in my life. This has never affected me, but it kept coming back over and over and over again, and the opportunities that have been presented to me by being able to give to this organization has just been incredible. I have seen things and talked to people and heard stories that were just absolutely heartbreaking. And some people ask me like, how can you with all the things you've experienced and seen specifically with this organization, like, how do you have any faith in humanity? You know, how can you go on with all the terrible things that are going on in this world? Because now I'm exposed to those things, not in person, but we hear these stories. We hear it from the operators. And I tell them, you know what? It doesn't, it bothers me, but it doesn't affect me because I'm taking actions towards solving this problem. I'm a very small part of the solution. However, every mountain we climb starts with the first step. And that's what I've learned in life and I'm taking steps forward. So I'm so blessed to be able to work in an organization like Operation Rescue Children to fight the good fight. I'm not on the sidelines anymore. I'm the man in the arena fighting the good fight for people that can't fight for themselves. And it's just an absolute blessing to be able to be a part of that.
1: Man, I love that. And it's really, really, you know, I can see why on your podcast, you have people opening up to you because it's an incredibly heartwarming conversation. And I hear you, man. You know, you're, you're a small piece of the solution. However, you know, that solution in particular sounds like it's built to be able to scale to where you can have millions of small pieces that really truly could, you know, solve this problem. And, it is a very nasty problem. So hats off again to you, man, for that. I want to get involved. So you know, we'll follow up with you afterwards. At least you know, let me how, know how I can you know donate or how I can participate. How can I support you on in in this uh, you know nonprofit?
0: What's the name of it? One more time. Operation Rescue Children, and just look it up on Google. You'll find it right away. And honestly, right now with how we're growing. Money raising is the most important thing. We're working on getting ways of being able to get people to volunteer, to spread the word, spread the education of what's going on, because this isn't something that happens in a foreign country. This is something that happens also in our backyard. It happens over our borders. That's why we we started in Texas because Texas has the number two in the country, amount of people that are trafficked over the border whether they're sex slaves, labor slaves, uh, doesn't matter. Like, there is a huge problem right in our backyard. I live in Nashville. Anytime they hold a large event here, sporting event, music event, people are trafficked through Nashville. It happens throughout all the major cities um, here in the U.S. and in the country, too. It, it, it is a cancer in this world, exploiting other humans. And it's, it's a horrible thing that people can you know, can do that, but you're either part of the solution or not. Even if you do nothing, you're part of the problem. And I'm not telling everybody that they need to fight the same fight I'm fighting, but find something in your life that you're able to be a part of the solution for, and be a part of that solution no matter how you can. Trust me, I'm not the best money raiser in the world. That is not one of my strengths. However, networking, writing, Some of those are my strengths and I'm able to provide to the organization with where I can. And so, yeah, Operation Rescue Children, you can donate. We do one time donations. We do uh, monthly donations, you know, even something as simple as 25 bucks a month, reoccurring donation that makes a huge impact. It's only 25 bucks.
1: Yeah, you're not going to you're not going to miss that or notice that or even consider noticing that ever. Mm -hmm. So yeah, I love that, man. Great place to start. You can definitely, you know, count on me to get started ASAP, you know, um, supporting via donations and um, finding out how else I can um, help. So I love that. Now, let me just uh, shift the conversation uh, a bit here and ask you this fun question. If you were to take everything that you know now, Um, And bring it back to, you know, age 18. What would you do to fast track success, you know, um, or or your path to success if you would do
0: anything differently? Yeah, it's easy. Don't listen to the bullshit in your head. You are all put here on earth for something special and you have something special to give and you have it all within you. The ability is within you. Don't let the garbage that's in your head, whether it came from someone else or it was created on your own. You need to work through your own shit. I have to constantly work on myself, work through my stuff. No one else is gonna do it for me. But if you keep telling yourself that you have something special to give and you keep working on that and pushing on that, great things are gonna happen in your life. And once you start loving yourself, oh my God, that is a complete game changer. And that starts with talking to yourself right, treating yourself right, keeping your commitments that you commit to yourself whether it's getting up at 5:30 in the morning going to the gym eating healthy whatever it is once you start keeping your commitments to yourself game over your life completely changes in an instant yeah i love that it's a uh, something that ed let says right
1: your confidence is essentially like keeping commitments to yourself right something like that and it's so simply put i in such a such a big um you know awesome epiphany that that does change lives man i really love that um what are your thoughts on you know mindset and how to go from like a scarcity or a non-successful mindset to an abundance mindset or
0: a successful mindset Yeah um it's very simple for me God will always provide that's how I see it He created this universe He created this planet our minds are geared towards scarcity because we want to survive it's a it's a survival mechanism but if you let all of that go and trust me I struggle with it a lot I struggle with it within finances, specifically, that there isn't enough, there isn't enough, there's always going to be enough. And that's not, that's not a, a, an ignorant way of looking at it. Some people might criticize that. But honestly, our brains cannot fathom how vast this world is. People talk a lot about, you know, population growth and how that's going to be a problem. Well, you know what, in the next 30 years, we're actually going to be underpopulated for what we need to provide. And, And so just flipping the script on that just having whether it's incantations prayers meditation on abundance training your mind to think in terms of abundance rather than scarcity and just looking at your life what are the things that that you hold scarce shoot i know i know a guy who who's worth over a billion dollars and he still holds on to it and he's abundant but there's a part of him that still has scarcity so it doesn't matter if you have no money or all the money in the world. it's a mindset shift, and once you start shifting that mindset, man, everything opens up for you, yeah, I love that. just uh you know one thing I would
1: add on to that is you know do do your research, look into it right, and then to to for for abundance of finances, try counting to a billion, and there is trillions upon trillions upon trillions of dollars floating out there in euros and so on and so forth um yeah, this, the scarcity around finances is a struggle for me as well. I'll just call it a challenge, and uh, you know, it's it's a beautiful thing when you start to go. Wait a second, I'm choosing abundance. What does abundance look like? It, it looks like yes, I can have this Porsche, like nine nine seven. You know, within six months, if I want to, I can have this. Does it does it mean it's the right fit for me? I don't know. But the point the point is, like you know, the the river of finances is flowing. It doesn't go into the Dead Sea where it's collected. It, you know, maybe go in a dam where it's, you, you know, you can put that money to work for you. Um, but it continues flowing, right? And um, I love that. Um, so, and so much, you know, harm, you know, in this world is actually created from scarcity. It's such a strong force. But uh, yeah, so as we are getting close to wrapping this up, you know, I've got a... Oh, also, as I was thinking, uh, right here is vacant in in real estate. So I'm going to put your book right here, Matthew, okay? So I love that, man. Can't wait. And um, yeah, with that being said, if you don't mind giving us one book recommendation, um, you know, uh, and maybe one tech recommendation.
0: Oh, book and tech recommendation. Okay, I'm not a tech savvy guy. So I'm going to start with the books because I'm, I'm an analog guy. I love me some books. Um, you know, I, I would say probably one of the biggest things, speaking of finances that have changed my mind, rich dad, poor dad, huge influence on my life. It kind of, you know, I came from the uh, education, I was very good at school, I did very well. And once I read that book, it just completely changed my life because it's more than just finances. It's it's just changing your outlook on life. And yes, it is, you know, specifically towards finances, but you can extrapolate that to different parts of your life. And so, Robert Kiyosaki, Rich Dad Poor Dad, was the story, the book that really started me down this. And there's been thousands of books since then. However, that was the first one, and I always recommend that book. Um, as far as tech goes. Buy one of these sure mics. It's like 100, 150 bucks. Get on Riverside like we are right now. Start speaking your story. Start speaking your words. Start talking to people about their story. Can actually connecting with them. Don't just DM them hoping for something or leave a comment on their social media. Connect with people. This microphone is magic. And you don't even need this microphone. You could use your laptop. It's that easy. Start a podcast. Start communicating and really get real with people because that's when things are going to change. Listen, understand, you don't have to agree. But once we start talking more, that's when real change starts happening because it's happening from the inside out. Yeah, I love that. Love
1: that so much. This has been an absolute uh, pleasure, Ace, and really appreciate your time. Um, Now, before we completely wrap this up, is there any way that our audience can support you? Um, and you know, how would you like our audience to connect with you? What's the, what's the best way to do that?
0: Yeah, I would say Instagram or Facebook. Facebook is Matthew Ace Haggerty. Instagram is Ace Haggerty. You can DM me, what have you. Obviously I recommend getting my book. You can go online if you want the free ebook. You can go on Amazon if you want the hard copy. And like we talked about, I'm promising January 1st, the audiobook will be available as well. And honestly, supporting ORC, that's, that's the biggest thing for me. That, that is really what changes lives. And so going on Operation Rescue Children online, donate 25 bucks a month, do a $100 one-time deposit. It's going to make all the difference because I see where this money goes. It goes to the training. I talk to these operators. I know their families. I see how this training changes their lives. So they can also come back home safely to their families. And they can also take down the people and free the people that are just in these conditions that you and I can't even fathom. And so I, if anything else, my book, great, my podcast, subscribe, all that fun stuff. Great. Superhero by design. However, Operation Rescue Children is really where it's at at the end of the day.
1: Love that. Love that. Well, um, you know, again, thank you, Ace. Really appreciate you. Um, you know, one of my favorite interviews of all time. And I am looking forward to jumping on uh, another call with you down the road. Um, with that being said, we're going to go ahead and wrap this episode up. So thank you so much again, Ace, and to our audience for listening to another episode of The Gentle Art of Crushing It.
0: Well, there you have it, ladies and gentlemen, another episode of The Gentle Art of Crushing It. It was an amazing episode. We know we sure learned a lot, and we hope you did as well. We want to take a second, and thank you so much for viewing or listening to this episode. And please just know that we only ask for one favor, and that is to make this life magnificent. Thank you, and have a wonderful day.